Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Tuesday. It is August 9. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we get things started this morning and want to say good morning to everyone who is up and giving us a, a little bit of love and checking in. You can do that by tweeting us at Mercedes in the AM or you can also text us or call us at any time 702 702- 364-9400. We see all your messages, and we just love you guys so much. Thank you for that. Good morning. Good morning to you. Whoa, is that loud, or is that just my headphones? You sound a little loud this that morning. That is loud. Oh, hold on one second. <laughs> Clear my throat first off. Yeah, they were in here working on this microphone. Hey, so I got the microphone issues now. Now you're really hot. Super hot. All right, let me turn this off here and turn that bed we're down gonna here. We're going to get things working here at some point. And you lower know? me down. Check, check. One, two. It just sounds different, too. One, two, three. Check, check, one, two, three. It still sounds loud, right? Yeah, it does. It's very loud. Oh, man, I'm going much lower. <laughs> Normally, I'm at a five. I'm dropping down to a negative five. Oh, oh my goodness. Boy, oh, boy. Oh. It sounds different. Does not Does it sound different to you, Steph? Yeah, how do I sound? Because they fixed the levels here. You sound good. I do? Okay. Yeah. Before, I was maxing out on my end, and now they said go to zero. Just stay at zero. So. Zero it is. Yes. It sounds different, dude. Does it sound processed? I don't notice that as much as the, the, the volume. volume. Okay. Yeah, the processing doesn't sound so bad. Did they mess around with mine again, Steph? Do you know? No, they just messed around with my studio and then JC's studio yesterday. Okay, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I feel like <laughs> with yours, it's just loud. It's louder. It, it definitely is louder. It doesn't sound processed to me, but that's... I'm all, I, I'm not on the other end of the radio, you know? Yeah, it could be also the way my headphones are, too. Since it's louder, i got to lower my headphones. So, But I think that might be better right now. Well, okay, hey, I, I feel kind of like a, I felt left out because it was your microphone, and then it was Steph's microphone, and my microphone was fine. So now I feel like I'm part of the club now. So now I feel like, the frustrations can kick in. Yeah, exactly. So I'm now there with you guys. So, yeah, I feel, I feel a nice little bond on this Tuesday morning. How are you doing oh, over man. there? I'm doing well. Uh, good night last night. Uh, just uh, I, ha- I had a couple of uh, meetings yesterday. 
yesterday I had to take care of, and I got home a little later than usual. By the time I got home, uh, uh, we had some errands that we had to run, so it was kind of a busy Monday. It was a I, I kind of have a busy week ahead too. I know you mentioned that yesterday that you did too, and I I was just like, oh, this is my only day to just kind of take it easy, and it ended up being a really busy day, but it was a good one. We did uh, dinner last night together, and. Uh, what did we watch last night? We watched uh, that docu-series on Derek Jeter. We hadn't watched a couple of the episodes from last week, so we watched that last night. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of low-key after that. A really good night. How was your night? It was one of those days just kind of getting caught up on some errands, take care of your meetings, got to take care of. It was a, it like it was a productive day. Busy, but productive. Yes, definitely. Uh, my day was good. Uh, what did I do yesterday? Left uh, here and went and... Uh, did the TV show yesterday afternoon, and then got back from that. Laura's out of town. She's in Grand Rapids. She gets back on Wednesday morning. So I just got back last night and then worked out last night and then just started getting work done for the week and work for, for today's show. It wasn't too exciting of a day for me, but it was nice seeing all the school buses and seeing some kids walking around the neighborhood coming up from school yesterday. So school is definitely back in session. I kind of felt that vibe yesterday in the neighborhood, like a back-to-school vibe going on in the neighborhood. Yeah, that was very exciting. And just I love seeing all the back-to-school pictures that parents post and uh, with their kids uh, standing in, in the front yard getting ready to go. I just live for that stuff. So if you posted one of those and I saw it yesterday, I was like, I, I was so happy seeing that. And it looked like the kids, you know, it's, as much as it was a bummer that summer is over, a lot of them looked excited to be back in school. And so, yeah, that was super cute. We also, I know Steph and I were both working on stuff for tomorrow's big Rockahula Luau show <laughs> that is happening. JC's birthday is tomorrow, so we are celebrating with uh, JC's Rockahula Luau, so we can uh, celebrate the birth of you, JC. Thank you, thank you. I'm very excited about this. You guys are too much. You don't have to do this, but just the fact that you're thinking of this and came up with that fantastic name that just makes me happy. Yeah, we uh, we've got things ready to go for the most part. I think everything's pretty much uh, good to go. So we're excited about that. You definitely want to be listening. Uh, we're gonna kick things off at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. That's when the Rockahoo Luau officially will start. And so, yeah, we're looking, we're really looking forward to that. 6 a.m. start time. On the, how do we say it again? Rockahoo Lulu? Rockahoo Luau. Rockahoo Luau. Our inspiration was actually from the movie Grease 2. They had a Rockahoo Luau. And then, um, there you go. So, it's a little Luau theme. We're going to celebrate some surprise guests we'll be calling in all right we have some surprise segments that we will be doing and it's going to be a lot of fun so we're really looking forward thank to that you tomorrow. guys make you sure guys you're are listening sweet. it's going to be a good time so are you excited for your birthday i, I am looking forward to, yeah i'm looking forward to tomorrow it should be a nice day uh just yeah so i'm looking forward to the rocka lua hua how <laughs> rocka hula, rocka hula lua wow. are you guys doing anything for your birthday this year uh we're at the dinner probably tomorrow night grab some dinner laura gets back early tomorrow she's flying back early tomorrow morning so she gets it around 9 30 so I mean, it's, it's it's a wednesday night so i still actually have i got a, a shoot I, th- I got a thing i gotta do tomorrow night at 5 30 they're looking forward to doing so i mean it's actually gonna be a regular wednesday who am i saying we're not going to dinner yeah it's a, it's a regular wednesday for me tomorrow but it'll just be extra special because it's my birthday uh, like, oh yeah we're going to, we're not going to dinner i'm working tomorrow night you can celebrate it on the weekend yeah exactly yeah. exactly we'll go out and have a nice dinner friday night exactly i'm not complaining though. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to my day tomorrow yeah it'll be a good one so make sure you guys are listening tomorrow as we celebrate it's going to be a lot of fun and let's do it let's get things started it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick up the first song of the show do you want to hear I think we're alone now by Tiffany
by Camila Cabello. Havana, of an angel by hinder those are your choices get your votes in now you can vote a couple of ways you can tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to catch your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt. On Mix 94.1. Ashton Kutcher is all right now, but two years ago, he was in rough shape. On last night's episode of Running Wild with Bear Grylls, Ashton revealed that he's lucky to be alive after battling a rare autoimmune disorder called vasculitis. Here's what he had to say on last night's episode. I had this weird, super rare form of vasculitis that, like, knocked out my vision, knocked out my hearing. Yeah. And knocked out, like, all my equilibrium. It took me, like, a year to, like, build it all back up. That's a scary situation that right there. That is really scary. I'm glad he's doing better. Check this out. Pete Davidson. Uh, my gosh, this poor guy. He's getting heat from Kanye West. So Kanye wasted no time in celebrating the breakup of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Monday morning, Kanye posted an image of a fake New York Times headline. And it read, quote, Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. And underneath in fine print saying, quote, Kid Cudi meant to play funeral, but fearful of bottle throwers. Kanye took it down because it apparently made Kim livid. Sources say that Kanye is kind of back to his old ways and Kim will not tolerate his bullying behavior toward the people that she loves and cares about. And she's especially upset because she kind of felt like they were starting to get into this positive co-parenting space and positive communication. But he does this and it's like, okay, we're back to square one right now. Oh, I know. It's like he was doing so well for a while. Like, why can't you just leave it alone? In the end, you won. You got what you want. Yeah. Pete Davis is not with your ex-wife. So just be happy about it. Just take the high road. You just don't say anything. Have some class about the whole thing. And then in related news, People says that Pete has been in trauma therapy since April because of all the things that Kanye has been doing, all the online harassment and everything else. Pete's been uh, getting therapy because of that whole thing. Uh, yeah, that that was probably a rough time. I'm I, I'm sure that this breakup is going to be good for his mental health. <laughs> yeah, just get some step away and get some clarity here. Every song on Beyonce's Renaissance album hit the Hot 100. With "Break My Soul" is the new number one song in the country. Is Beyonce and, and the sky is blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, Do no. we not see this coming? Seriously. Yeah. What? Beyonce's number one. Are no you kidding way. me? This is her eighth solo number one song. Her last solo number one was back in 2008, Single Ladies. That was the last time she had a number one hit song, but it's her eighth number one hit song solo career. And then the number two song in the country is Lizzo. And then Harry Styles drops to number three. It's just us. You know, it's not the same as 
I love that song. Oh, it's a great there's song. A, there's a, obviously, we're playing Late Night Talking also, and the music for a sushi restaurant, they're starting to work that single. So it's like, bring it on, Harry Styles. I am not mad at that. So it's just a matter of time. We'll have three Harry Styles hits on yeah, the radio station? Probably, yeah. That's most great. Likely. <laughs> Listen to this. So Norman Reedus is getting his own Walking Dead spinoff. That's, that's no secret. If you follow Walking Dead, they've been talking about that for quite some time. Well, apparently, by the time we, connect, uh, we reconnect with Daryl, transatlantic flights will have been restored because his new spinoff series is going to take place in France. Oh, wow. So we're not sure how he gets there, but an AMC executive says Daryl is a fish out of water to start with. If Daryl finds himself with new people, he's an even bigger fish out of water. In France, in a country that's going through the apocalypse, it's an entirely different thing. He finds himself having to reinvent himself again, having to find himself once again. And, and are the uh, zombies like grunting in French? <laughs> oh, oh, are we we? You don't mean to amuse thinking I'm American. I might just jump back into Walking Dead now that I've heard this. Wow. Emily in Paris and stuff. Uh, yeah, oh. I, I kind of want to see this. Ah, they all have fancy outfits, yeah. different ones. We question why. How can all they afford stylish. those outfits? Yeah, <laughs> not rags. They're wearing like Dior outfits and Chanel. I like it. They're gonna be the fanciest zombies yeah. ever. That's great. Yeah, we're back in on The Walking Dead. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1674. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. And little John, first thing in the morning, some usher. Lil John's why I have knee problems, like all those dances he made us do. <laughs> Thanks, Lil John. Early 2000s, I appreciate you. Oh, all those nights in the club. Oh, man. It is 6 o'clock. Good morning. It is uh, August 9th, Tuesday morning. Thank you so much for joining us. It is great to have you here. How was everyone's first day back to school? Anyone out there just have, like, the best day ever? Do you guys love your classes? Anyone out there is like, oh, why are we? back to school here it was uh it was so sweet to see all the photos we talked about that earlier and a lot of people you know getting a little sentimental some sending their kids off to high school for the first time or it's their their uh, last first day before they graduate it's uh that's an emotional time for the parents the kids are just like whatever yeah like here we go back to school i saw some some friends i didn't realize their kids kids were going to kindergarten so going to school for the first time and that i'm sure i remember when you took sophie and brooklyn into school for the first time you did live on the radio and hearing that go down and with the, like you said the kids are like oh yeah see mom and dad but it's such an emotional moment for the parents when that day happens yeah it really is but a, a great one too so it was nice to see around the schools you know people life again you know there are people back and and the kids waiting for the bus in my area so that was super sweet to see it was also nice because I had a couple errands to run and like the stores weren't as packed as they usually are which was very nice oh yeah I need to get some uh, some new clothes downtown summer will not be packed during the weekdays. Yeah, yes. it wasn't as crowded as usual, <laughs> so I was okay with that. But um, other than that, yeah, it was a pretty good day over on this end. How are you doing this morning? I, you know, I have not slept too well the past two nights, and I, I blame it on fabric softener. So I, I recently, we recently got a new washer and dryer, and I just realized about two weeks ago that with our new washing machine, you can add fabric softener. And our old washing machine, you really couldn't add it. It was, it was a real old one. You had to put it in at a certain time. It was a pain in the butt, so I never used fabric softener. So I was super excited to start using fabric softener, and I went out and bought some. It was like fresh scent or something, and I used it over the weekend. I think I put way too much fabric softener in because I washed all of our sheets, and it just, when I first got into bed on Sunday, Sunday night, I'm like, ah, oh, smells nice, but then the... 
the smell started giving me a headache. I kept waking up from it, and I didn't get a chance to wash my sheets yesterday, so I go to bed last night. Same thing. I wake up, I'm like, ugh, the scent is overpowering. I don't like this fabric softener stuff, so I think because of the scent of my sheets, I've not been sleeping well the past two nights. Yeah, that can do it, especially if you're not used to it. I, there's a certain scent that my husband uses. He does most of the laundry around our house, which I just appreciate so much because it, it just smells so good when when he does it. And I don't know what it is, but it's not overpowering. But if you just get a whiff of it offhand, it's like, ah, oh, that smells so nice. Please share what it is, because that's the reason I went to it, because Laura's aunt, uh, we she has all, her washing machine set up is the best. She has fabric softeners, and her sheets always smell so good. Like how you're describing, Mercedes, every once in a while, you get that hint of something fresh and clean. And I wanted that. I think I just put way too much, and the scent is just, wow, it's Snuggles, is that one of the brands? Or Snuggle? Mm, yeah, ours. I know for a fact we use Downy, okay. but I don't know what the smell is uh, for sure. But um, yeah, you you don't want to overload on that. You just you don't. A little goes a long way when it comes to fabric softener. I did the entire compartment. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. you're gonna have the build up residue. Yeah, you don't need the entire compartment. I felt I would go half of that if that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm thinking I'm just gonna do a wash night without it in those sheets. I felt like I even felt like the sheets themselves was like there was detergent or something in them. They felt different as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then that'll like break down the fibers on your sheets too if you use too much, I think. Oh, so, man. Yeah, just uh, go a little easy on it. I'll go Take Adele's advice. Go easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything else is good over there for you? Yeah, doing great here. We're excited because tomorrow it is your birthday and we are going to celebrate with... The JC Rockahula Luau. We are having a birthday luau for JC. And we are going to party like we are in Hawaii. It's going to be a great time. And we have some surprise guests, some surprises, some uh, special moments. It's going to be a great time. And it all starts at this time tomorrow morning. 6 a.m. start time. I'm very, very excited about this. You guys are too sweet. You're too nice to me. I'm looking forward to this. The Rockahula. I gotta stop the song to see what it's called. It's called the what? Rockahula Luau. Rockahula Luau. I'll get that down by tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. You'll get it after the day after. <laughs> We're excited about that. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I, I'll keep saying it, but the fact that you even thought of that name and, and, and have the song it makes me so happy. Now, coming up on the show today, there's tickets for you to go see John Legend. His residency at Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood. We have him at 740 and 940. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? We say goodbye to Sandra D, the passing of Olivia Newton-John. We're going to talk about that. Also, Blackpink's comeback begins and get paid to sleep. It's true. That's coming up next in What's Trending. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Olivia Newton-John is trending this morning. The actress and singer has passed away. She was 73 years old. Her husband, John Easterling, confirmed the news on her social media account saying that she passed away peacefully, surrounded by her friends and family at a ranch in California yesterday. He also asked that in lieu of flowers that the family, um, they, they asked that donations be made in her memory to the Olivia Newton-John Foundation Fund. You can find that on our website. We posted a link. It's at mix941.fm. She had battled 
metastatic stage four breast cancer. She had been really vocal about her cancer journey since she was first diagnosed with breast cancer in 1992. And uh, one of her best known roles was, of course, as Sandy in Greece. And her co-star, John Travolta, in that movie, he actually paid tribute to his late Greece co-star on social media writing, My dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road and we will all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you and forever, your Danny, your John. That's it was sad news to hear that yesterday. And I think Greece is one of those movies that had such an impact on so many different generations. And the songs, too, had an impact on so many different generations. Oh, I know. So many people know. the. I mean, I know the words to those songs. My kids know the words to those songs. Like, it was just so impactful. And the two of them, I mean, Danny and Sandy. I mean, who can forget? Who can forget these moments? And she had fought for such a long time. And just a... Just beautiful ties to Las Vegas, of course. She was constantly here. She, I believe she had a couple of residencies here. And so she uh, she will definitely be missed. What an impact she had, for sure. Yeah, and the songs, too. Every time you play one of those, maybe it takes you back to your childhood here yeah. for the first time. We're doing a sing-along with your family <laughs> in the car or something like that. Yeah, it's so special. Absolutely. Also trending this morning is Blackpink. Man, they made a an announcement yesterday, and people are going crazy. How you like that? Jisoo, Jenny, Rosé, and Lisa are back. Blackpink announced their Born Pink World Tour yesterday. The Born Pink World Tour, it's going to run for seven months. It's kicking off in Seoul, October 15th and 16th, before heading to North America later that month. After the U.S. shows, the global tour continues across Europe, Asia, Australia, and it ends on in June of 2023. But the announcement comes just after they revealed that their comeback single, Pink Venom, would be arriving in September. As of now... There are no Vegas dates on the list. However, under the listed cities, it does say and more, meaning that additional cities and dates will likely be added. Ticket details have not been announced yet, but a lot of excited blinks out there. On this announcement. My black knowledge is through you and, and Sophie and, and K-pop music that you've educated us all over the past year, I feel like. Can you put it into perspective? Black, this whole thing would be like in sync, getting back together after a breakup of a couple of years. What's Well, they never broke up. They just hadn't been putting anything out. So, they, yeah, they've been there together this entire time. It's just everybody was waiting, like, when's Blackpink going to put new music out? What are they? I mean, they're, they're as big as it gets in, in K-pop. They're, they're like BTS level. It's, it's huge. That's that is to be like BTS coming out of a hiatus and here they are. Here's yeah. new music. Wow. Okay. It it's exciting. Really big. So that is trending this morning. And then Casper is trending. Not the ghost, the mattress company. They are looking for professional sleepers to get paid for taking naps. All you have to do is document your experience on social media. They're hiring Casper sleepers that are willing to snooze in their stores and in unexpected settings out in the world. They say that their ideal candidate should have exceptional sleeping ability, the desire to sleep as much as possible, and an ability to sleep through anything. Applications are being accepted through August 11th at casper.com slash jobs. Not sure what the compensation is, but if you're paying me to sleep, I'm definitely interested. (laughs) And that is what's trending.
you're one of the only people that I've ever met that carries this item on them at all times. I think it's so funny. And the, the best part is you carry this item for a different use than it is intended for. It, which is it, it, it's hilarious to me because I thought mostly me- people in the medical uh, field did this, but I was uh I was trying to fix I I have my laptop on top of this like you know those things that raise up your laptop so everything is like even with you yeah yeah, yeah. The, you can get one on Amazon yeah yeah. Absolutely, yeah and and so I have one of those I have um that's how it, how I keep my stuff in front of me during the show and there's a little rubber um catch thing on the bottom that keeps it from slipping and i was i was messing around on my laptop and i noticed my laptop kept slipping so i I looked underneath and one of the rubber stopper things that keep it in place had come off and i'm like oh man so i'm trying to find it i find it i try to stick it back on but there's no like stickiness to it so i'm like darn it this thing is gonna slip and slide all morning long so i was like light bulb (laughs) jc always carries super glue with him Always. Why? I don't know. Actually, I do know. But so I was like, JC, do you, can I use your super glue? And you're like, yeah, I've got it right here. I was like, oh, thank you. So I put it on. Now, no more slipping and sliding. It's perfect. See, you never know when you need super yeah. glue. That's why I always have it on me. The reason that I have super glue on me is because my fingers, my fingertips around my nails, they always crack. I'm always washing my hands. I get dry, put moisturizer on them. I get dry skin. I get those painful cracks. And so when I get those, I just take a little bit of crazy glue and put it on those cracks. And within seconds, it seals seals the crack, and I'm good to go. I'm golden. So I, I always have it in my – it's a laptop bag, but I have this bag with me 24-7. I've had this bag since 2013. I've never washed this thing, but this thing is with me 24-7. So I've got crazy glue in there. i got all kinds of stuff in the bag that I carry. What's the weirdest thing you carry around with you? Can you beat crazy glue? Something that most people would not even expect you to have in your bag or your purse or your pocket, but you, you carry something odd around with you. What is it? What other things do you have in there? I got crazy glue. I got moisturizer. I've got caffeine chews. I've got oil blotting sheets. Got my keys. I've got hand sanitizer. I've got one of two Burt's Beeswax, more caffeine chews, and then there's a whole other, that was the, the bag, everyone. Um, there's a whole other pouch here, and I've got, hey, you never know when the allergies kick in, so I got Claritin D, a little headphone adapter here, in case you're, you need it, Mercedes. Oh, you cut yourself? Don't worry. I got a Band-Aid. You got everything. You're like your own little Walgreens over there. You need a dongle for your uh, your cell phone adapter. I got one ready to go. That's uh, that's impressive. I I carry. I just did a big purge. I used to carry so much stuff in my purse, and I when I switched out purses, I like to switch them out every few months. I switched out purses, and I was like, look, I'm carrying around a bunch of stuff I don't need. So I did a purge. I like took stuff out. I told you I needed a smaller wallet because my wallet was just I just had this gigantic wallet and it was so heavy, not because there was anything in it. It was just a heavy wallet. And so I asked my husband for a smaller wallet. I got a smaller wallet. I took out half of the makeup I was carrying around. I'm like, I never use this. That's out of here. I only have the bare necessities now in my bag. I don't. I don't have all the stuff that I used to carry. You used to. It wasn't there hair. Didn't you have your ponytail in the bag in, in there? Oh, that was in my work bag, and that bag got stolen. Oh my gosh, the hair—you lost the hair someone that time. Someone stole my. <gasps> someone has my DNA. Oh, your hair! Mercedes carried around a ponytail that she had cut I, off once. I cut my hair like this, pretty short. And there, I was gonna donate the the hair to Locks of Love, 
But uh, I just never got around to it. And I kept it in my bag. I'm like, one of these days, one of these days. And then my, my car got broken into. But she just reminded me. I just had a dream last night that my car got broken into again. That was weird. You know when something will trigger it? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I just dreamt that. Um, but, yeah, they, they took my bag. Little did they know as they're going through the bag, they're going to find this ponytail in there. <laughs> just a random ponytail of my hair. So bizarre. So I guess I did care. That was probably the weirdest thing that I used to carry around. What's the weirdest thing you have in your purse, your laptop bag? Let us know. I also have Vaseline in there. If you need some Vaseline, I have Vaseline in my laptop bag as well. That's impressive. I uh, I I feel like you are the go-to when it comes to st- weird stuff. Steph, do you carry anything weird around in your bag? Um, I honestly think that I'm with you, Mercedes. I cleaned out everything because I had so much junk. Uh, the oddest thing I would say right now that I have is nasal spray. Like, oh, you, you're, well, I'm not going to share with them. Yeah, anymore. no one's going to, yeah. Oh, can I borrow your nasal spray, Steph? <laughs> oh, that's a little weird, JC. No, you can't borrow my nasal spray. Thank you. Here you go. <laughs> it would be funny as if she's like, yeah, but she gave you the super glue instead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're like, wait, I'm almost unplugged up. I can't. <laughs> I got a little of that super glue on my finger, and now it's like, I can feel it on there. It's like stuck. That Yeah, when I put it on my fingertips, I have to keep, make sure I keep my fingers separated, because there are times where I put it on, kind of forget for a second, and touch another finger, and there's that split second. If you don't remove it right right away that stuff starts to fasten fast on your yeah fingers. i totally noticed that now it's like oh man what's going on but yeah i i now my laptop doesn't slide anymore i'm so excited but your wallet is thin though you only have the minimum right you don't, you don't have like have extra cards little, and stuff in there yeah i just carry the cards that i need um there's no money in there i never carry any money so it's a uh, it, it, it's just perfect at the bare minimum i'm trying to live a simpler life i love it keep <laughs> things simple i'm gonna have to purge my stuff dump everything out we've got the hot three coming up next what do you have for us All right. The average American has really dependent on their savings to stay afloat during inflation. We're going to see what the average uh, withdrawn from savings has been. Also, how many of you like to spend your time relaxing? Well, what is the right amount of time to spend doing that? That is coming up. And most people have full-blown discussions with this... I wouldn't say person in their life, but with this, we'll tell you what it was coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. How did that come up so fast? I think my headphones on. Your mic's not even on. 
Yeah, it'd be the fastest three minutes ever. I was like, oh boy, where is he? Oh my gosh, I'm in the bathroom, going dilly down in the bathroom, going straight in here, the hot three open. So, dear Lord. I'm like watching, like, he's still not back. Oh should my... I go in there? What's going on? My song timing has been off all week. Normally, you know, when the song starts, you know, you got three minutes and 43 seconds. We're good getting back in time. But my all week long, my song timing has been off. I apologize for that. The hot three, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. With living costs sky high, many Americans have been forced to dip into their savings. Just to make ends meet. In fact, inflation has prompted consumers to withdraw an average of $616.73 from their savings accounts to stay afloat. That's according to uh, a new money survey. But while it's a good thing that Americans have had a, a savings to fall back on, it's not a good thing to be rating them consistently. And if that's a pattern you have fallen into, it's time to break the cycle. Experts say there's three things you need to do or should look at doing. One is just getting on a budget. Most people don't follow a budget because they don't find it necessary or worry that it'll be too difficult. But actually, budgeting is essential. It's easy. It's it's definitely something everyone should look into. One, fighting for a raise. These days, many companies are really desperate to retain their employees. So it may be a really good time for you to fight for higher wages if your pay didn't go up that much this year. For one thing, you can make the case for a pay bump due to inflation, but an even better might be to research some salary data and present that to your boss. And if you can prove that a lot of people with your job title earn more than you, then that alone could be your ticket to higher wages. And three, get a side hustle. There are plenty of opportunities these days to go out and get a second job to drum up some extra money and avoid raiding your savings. Those are all great things. I think, too, that raise one. If you go in asking for a raise, make sure you have some ammunition, some some stuff to back up what you're what you're asking for. And that's yeah. a great way to research it, too. Absolutely. Also this morning, uh, you know what's relaxing? Calculating tricky percentages to make sure you're relaxing right. That's how I relax. There have been several studies on how much your time should be spent relaxing and resting versus doing non-relaxing stuff. And that non-relaxing stuff includes work and commuting and taking care of kids and errands and housework, all the fun stuff. Well, the consensus is 42% of your time should go towards resting. Your body and your mind need at least that much time off to help you recharge to avoid burning out. That's just a tiny bit over 10 hours a day. So if you sleep eight hours a night, that leaves you with two hours for everything from eating to exercise to your social life. But you can spread it out over a longer period of time if it's too much to jam into one day. Over the course of a week, 42% of your time is 70 and a half hours, and that includes sleep. So let's say you sleep, I don't know, seven hours a night. There's 21 and a half hours of other relaxation in a week or about three hours a day. If you sleep eight hours a night, that's uh, you know, that's a little less, but you can still squeeze that in. Right. Oh, I don't I don't think you and I are hitting that. Do you with the amount of sleep, the amount of sleep we get? Yeah, I don't get that much sleep. I wish I did. Um, So I'm probably not relaxing as much as I should. And it's just a good reminder to do that. I you know, sometimes you, you just you try to fit so much into a day or a week. And it's like, what's the payoff on this? You know, yeah. why are you doing what is the mm-hmm. benefit of of me making myself absolutely crazy? And, and so I'm trying to reevaluate things like is this beneficial or is this just because I'm doing something for someone else or, you know, I, you know, is, is this worth 
my mental health is my question. It's great. That's great. Yeah, are, you, are you doing it just to do it? What's the reason behind it? Is it advancing whatever your 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 goal is in life, or just just you're doing it to be busy to stay busy? Then why are you doing it when you could have some free time to relax and just kind of enjoy the afternoon? And yeah, that's something. Relaxing is hard to do for a lot of people. It is. You, you're busy with work and you're doing your career and everything. The next thing you know, a free afternoon, you're like, oh, what do I do now? Well, just sit down, relax, watch a TV show, read a book, go for a walk, do whatever that makes you makes you relax. But for some people, it's hard to do. One thing I noticed, like when we have gone to Europe and when we were there this summer, people like just sit and enjoy life and like talk to each other and they don't, it's just a totally different way of life. And I love it. Like they, they do their work and they get their work done, but then they'll just go and they'll just sit at a cafe and they'll just watch people walk by. And it's just like, man, they're just enjoying life. Or there's people that were like dancing on the side of the river and like a bunch of people, they just brought out a big, you know, radio and we're blasting music and people were dancing with each other. And it was like, wow, these people are just living life, enjoying themselves. That happens here. Someone calls the cops on them. There's yeah. people dancing along the that river. That music is too loud. <laughs> what is happening? Loud. They're having a good time. Yeah. What are they doing? Send the police. It's a good, it's a good little reminder that, you know, you only get one shot at this and do you want to spend yeah. it all doing stuff that's just like, okay, now I feel exhausted. Yeah. At the end of the day, you look back and I was busy that one Tuesday afternoon or, you know, what's, what are you going to remember when it's all said and done? Exactly. All right. Finally, this morning, there's nothing strange about asking a pet if they're hungry or something. But if you're having long conversations with them about your day, um, maybe that's a little odd. I don't know. This is debatable because I had conversations with my dogs. New poll asked people, uh, pet owners specifically, if they talk at length with their pets. And 60% of dog owners say they have full-blown discussions with their dog. That's higher than cat owners, with only 52% saying they have long talks with their cats. When asked who's in charge in their home, 62% of people said that the humans are in charge, 10% said the pets rule the house, and 25% said that they and their pets are equally in charge. Some other results from the poll, 38% of pet owners say they have birthday celebrations for their for their pets. 56% say they buy their pets gifts for holidays or birthdays. 24% say they dress their pets up for holidays or events. And 30% say it's a good idea to give a pet as a gift. 35% say it's a bad idea. Yeah, I think it's a bad idea giving a pet as a gift. Because you don't know how, what's the person's life like. Are they, can they handle a dog? Can they handle a goldfish? Whatever you're giving them, is that pet going to be neglected? I think a pet as a gift is a bad idea. I, I agree. I do not think we should be giving pets as gifts. Unless it's like your child or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, okay, you know, we can we can take care of this. But I was I told you about my neighbor who gave me and my other neighbor a dog once. And my dad was so mad. <laughs> He's like, you have to take that back. We are not keeping that dog. And you took it back to the person that gave it to you? Yeah, we're like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. Sorry, my dad won't let me keep this dog. And they they were like, oh, okay. I was just like, I felt bad and I loved the dog. He was so cute. They were, there was some guy standing outside of a liquor store with a box of puppies and he's like free to go home. So our neighbor's like, oh, I'll take two. And they brought him to us. And we're like, oh. Oh, that's how they got the puppies? That's how they got From the, the guy outside the liquor store? Outside the liquor store. Did you ever name this puppy? No, it, I didn't have it long enough. I literally had it for 10 minutes. My dad's like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. The 10 minute pet. He's, and, and plus he saw his paws and it was going to be a big dog. Mm. This, these paws were huge. And he's like, nope. And so I, 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 it was horrible. I was heartbroken. I was so excited, but no, we never named him. If you have, that's a great advice. If you're looking for a pup, look at his paws. 
It's an indication of how big that thing's going to get. Yeah, I should have named him Turnaround because he came in, <laughs> turned around, and left. Coming up, we have our 7 a.m. social club. We go live starting at 7 a.m., and we stay live the entire hour during the commercials, during songs. You can join us on Facebook or YouTube. That's Mercedes in the Morning. We are live on YouTube, on Facebook Live. It's the 7 a.m. social, or if you're just listening on your radio, welcome. Happy Tuesday. Second day of school for Clark County. I Hopefully the first day of school went well. I thought it was really cute to see all the back-to-school pictures and everything that was going on for the first day of school. But it got me thinking, like, I was seeing, I have a lot of friends that are teachers, and they were showing, like, they were posting pictures of their classrooms and all the stuff that was going on in there. Did you ha- ever have a nickname for a teacher when you went to school? Uh, I mean, hopefully it wasn't a mean nickname, although I know those definitely existed. But did you ever have a nickname for any of your teachers? And what what was that nickname? Because I was thinking about one of my teachers and I felt really bad because I liked this teacher a lot. Why are you laughing? Uh, you said he felt really bad. I want to hear what the nickname is. Yeah, yeah. Because th- she was not well liked, but I liked her because she was my French teacher and her name was Miss Gargan. And th- like looking back, you know who she reminded me of? It was actually like a female version of Gargamel. She always wore all black and she had short black and gray hair. And and she she was my French teacher in middle school. And I really liked her because it was just she got to the point. It wasn't all of this foofy nonsense. I just wanted to learn French. Get in, get out. People hated her. And she counted you. Uh, she counted you down like two points if you came in late, five points if you didn't show up, on, if it was an unexcused absence. So they would call Miss Gargan Miss Nagrag because that's Gargan spelled backwards. And they're like, oh, are you in Nagrag's class? And I was just like, oh, like I just, I. I it sounds negative. Like, na- so oh, bad. you got Nagrag. It oh. just sounds like a negative name. And that's how they referred to her as, an, oh, I got to go to Nagrag's class. And I just hated that nickname. And it just, I never, I always wondered if she knew that people called her that. Because I remember once I sat down at a desk in there and someone wrote on the desk. Nagrag sucks. <laughs> like, oh, so powerful in grade school. Like, oh, so powerful. Oh my gosh. And so I'm like using spit to try to wipe it with my thumb off. I'm like, I didn't want her to think I wrote it because I was sitting at that desk and I was like, oh my gosh, trying to get it off. And oh, it was awful. What was the nickname you had for your teacher? Uh, 702-364-9400. Or if you are a teacher, do you know that there's a nickname for you? Do you know that your students call you something positive or negative? Or did you find out and you're like, wow, does it, can anyone, can anyone uh, relate to that? I just, I felt so bad about that. We had one for our junior, no, our our, our high school debate teacher. She was a sweetheart, older lady. I'll give you the name in a second, but I want to go back to, to Nagrag. Yeah. So her name was Gargan. Gargan, and yeah. she would kind of remind you of Gargamel from from the I know. Smurfs. Isn't no that one weird? ran, no one ran with Gargamel. That just hit me like literally as I was saying it because I remembered what she looked like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she looked like Gargamel, kind of like like she could be Gargamel's sister. It it always all black. Yeah, it's just odd. I never placed that until now. And then someone took the time to spell her name backwards to come up with a nickname. 
You put, you have to put some effort into that. They're like, oh, Gargant, spell it backwards. And I, oh my gosh, it's Nagrag. Nagrag. <laughs> so senior um, in high school, debate, I, I forget her real name. Her nickname was Testicle Head. Wow. I didn't give her that. My buddy Rim gave her that. What's your buddy's name? Rim. Rim gave her. He's Lithuanian. Uh, Rimis is his full name, but he, he, went, he went by Rim. The, the guy named Rim gives the nickname, <laughs> the mean nickname. Interesting. Interesting. He, I, I forget. She was so sweet, but she just, I mean, she got the nickname for a reason. She was older. She had a, it was a big head, uh, some stringy hair, and she, but she was so kind. She was our debate teacher, and she was great, and I enjoyed the class. But that was her nickname, like, oh, old testicle head. And so I, I, if I get my yearbook, and I guarantee I get my yearbook and open it up to where, wherever Rim signed it, there's a comment about testicle head in there. Oh, my gosh. It's so sad. We never said it to her face. It's I never so said, like, oh, Mrs. Testicle Head. That was just the nickname that we had for her was testicle head. I get it. I get it. It happens to a lot of teachers. What was your teacher nickname? Or if you're a teacher, what was yours that you found out about? Margot says... We had nicknames for two teachers, Batman and Lobster. I would love to know the stories behind Batman and Lobster. Uh, if you're available, Margo, like that would be, uh, I really want to know how that one came to be. Steph, did you have one for your, your teacher too? Uh, we had one because my friend had a crush on our algebra teacher and his name was Mr. Brido. And we changed the lyrics to Mr. Brightside, to Mr. Brido, for Jenica, my friend, because she was in love with him. We're like, dude, he's like older than this weird. He's like, I just, he's a great teacher. So we'd be like, because I'm Mr. Brido. I'm coming out of my page to do all of my work. And now there's got to be something, an algebra song there for oh, him. Oh, absolutely. Meanwhile, I remember playing Brightside for the first time on the radio station. <laughs> well, Steph is singing, this, singing the songs in grade school. Sometimes. Coming up here in the dirt, Beyonce makes historical moves on the charts. Details in about 10 minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Every song on Beyonce's Renaissance album hit the Hot 100 with Break My Soul at number one. Surprised? I mean, did we think that she would not be number one? I, I mean, come on now. I'd say yeah. She's got one hit on the uh, top 100. So Lizzo, about damn times, number two. Harry Styles, number three. Well, let's go back to Beyonce. So this is her eighth solo number one song. Her last solo number one was in 2008 with Single Ladies. Beyonce has had 81 songs hit the Hot 100 charts. So who is the top female on the charts? So Beyonce, with this latest album, just passed Aretha Franklin, who has 73 songs on the charts. Then you have Ariana Grande, who has 70. So Beyonce just passed those two ladies. So she's the third most she has the third most Hot 100 entries among solo women. Who is the top? Nicki Minaj is second with 123 songs. And then Taylor Swift is the leader with 168 uh, songs that have hit the Billboard Hot 100. And rumor is she's working on something new, too. So yeah. we'll see. Drake, by the way, is the overall leader. Drake has 276 songs that have hit the Hot 100 charts. You really 
need to step up your game, Drake. I mean, come on. That's it. That's it. Seriously, dude. Pick it up a little bit. Kanye, man, he wasted no time in celebrating the breakup of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Monday morning, he posted an image of a fake New York Times headline, and it read, quote, Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. And then underneath it in fine print, it said, quote, Kid Cudi meant to play funeral, but fearful of bottle throwers. Kanye took it down because it apparently made Kim livid. Did, am I missing out on something? What is what does this whole skeet mean? Is that what what is that? Uh, is it like a loser or something like that? Is that a, a, I don't even know what that means. I, I I was like, it's not a combination of Kim and Pete. No, I think it's a yes, like a like someone's a loser. That's or, a word for a loser. I think I've so. Never heard that That's before. what I thought it was. That could be I something guess different. I'm glad I never heard that. Before. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey there, Skeet Martinez. Martinez. <laughs> like no one's ever that. said yeah. Skeet to you. This is bad. Anne Hayes is fighting for her life after crashing her car into a home in L.A. last Friday. We talked about this uh, on Monday, but initial reports were that she was in stable condition and things should, you know, go her way. But apparently that's not the case. A representative for the actress says that the reality is that she's in a coma and has significant pulmonary injury uh, requiring mechanical ventilation. And then the burns she had are so bad that she's getting she's getting surgical intervention right now. So she is in a really bad spot right now. That's really sad. Um, Let's talk about this because you mentioned this before. The Elton John and Britney Spears, that duet, it is officially Happening. So, representative for, for Elton John and Britney Spears confirmed that the duo have re- they've recorded a song. It will soon, uh, it's a rework of Elton John's 1971 song, Tiny Dancer, which they're calling Hold Me Closer. And actually, Elton John tweeted a picture of the, the singles of the artwork. And then this will mark Britney's first release since her 2016 album, Glory. I feel like Elton's like, ha, ah, look how well my song with Dua Lipa went. Which was one of my older songs kind of remixed to a new song. And now he's maybe going to start using that recipe for new hits, using his old hits and bringing in a big name. Yeah, it's a very smart move, Elton John. Very smart move. John Legend, he released a new song this week. And we have your tickets to go see his residency, Love in Las Vegas. Those tickets are coming up at 740. Doesn't hurt me. Do you want to know how it feels? <laughs> Dude, you're running up that hill. I get it to swap places. Be running up that road. This song, I can, I can tell you one thing is for sure. This came out what year? 1985. 85. at like 35 or 40 in the charts. I have never heard that song until this past summer. That was the first time I know it was big. It was never on my radar ever, so I heard it, and I'm like, what a cute song. Um, It's from 1985, (laughs) what? But Stranger Things made it go to number one. Kate Bush has made like $2.5 million thanks to this song. Also from Stranger Things, Metallica's Master of Puppets had a big resurgence over the summer. Now, this song I knew. My husband loves Metallica. I love Metallica seen him in concert like three or four times always a crowd pleaser i'll tell you that one. Oh, yeah so i have a game for you guys here i have a list of other rock songs that got a popularity boost from being included in a movie or tv show so i'm gonna play the song and you have to name the movie or tv show that gave this song a resurgence a boost in popularity okay uh and if there's a song that you you think became popular from a tv show what was it i wonder if it's on this list uh, let's let's give this a try here okay i'll start with this one right here 
I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo. I'm embarrassed to say that this, too, was the first time I ever heard this song was when I saw the movie Wayne's World. <laughs> and <laughs> you are correct, by the song. way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so Wayne's World. I, I knew of Queen and some other songs, but I really got into Queen when Wayne's World came out. And that was also right around the time that Fre- Freddie Mercury had passed away, so I think there was a resurgence of his music at the same time with him passing away and then, then uh, Wayne's World coming in and using that song, so it was like a double whammy of Queen and, Fred- and Freddie Mercury. I really, um, I've, I feel like my parents did not do the uh, right job parenting as far as music goes because I was never introduced to Queen. I never knew anything about him. I didn't know who Freddie Mercury was. Uh, they never taught me about Queen. The only song I knew from Queen was Another One Bites the Dust and I didn't even know that was Queen that sang it. I you just, just knew the knew song? song? Yeah. Okay, so you got the first one right. Okay. What, what about this song right here? Where is my Pixies, where is my mind? Steph, do you know this one? I have no idea. Yeah, I only know it because I put everything in for JC. <laughs> oh, okay, but you wouldn't have known it? Oh, no. If I heard this, I couldn't even guess. I'm right there with you. I would have been here Wait, all day. Wait, was it about to go into like a, 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 a part that is better known? Does oh, maybe. Like, duh, no. No, that's Don't Look Back in Anger. Never mind. I, I thought it was a different song. I don't know. What is that from? Fight Club. Oh, I would have never got that. You even tell me the movie? I don't even know it. I don't even know it. I, I know the movie Fight Club, but I don't remember that song being used at all. Okay, what about this one here? Yes! Risky business. Risky business is correct. All right, move it to this one. Iconic movie. The boom box over the head. Say anything. Yes! You're on fire. I know that one. You may have not seen this movie. Yeah. Jaws? Jaws? <laughs> I think of movies that are popular that I haven't seen. I saw half of the movie. Every movie you've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this I don't know this one. This is from the new Batman with Robert Pattinson. It's Nirvana. Oh. Something oh, in the way. Oh, okay. Never seen it. And I, I I actually don't know that Nirvana song either, embarrassed to say. Do you know this one? I know the song is My Sharona by The Knack. But I don't know what movie it was in. Ben Stiller? 90s. Something about Mary. Nope, 90s kind of gen, the theme of Gen Xers from the, from the 90s. Oh, um, Winona Ryder. Yes. Uh, what's the song? Oh, uh, Reality Bites. Yes. Yes, okay. I'll give you one more. I'm going to give you this because this song came up last week in a quiz you gave me about songs you know but don't know the title or know who sings the song. Okay. And we talked about the movie that this was in. So here is Steeler's Wheel. Clown, 
goes to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. I know the song. I didn't know. Who sings it? Steeler's Wheel? Yes. <laughs> you remember that from last week? No. This is in the quiz you gave me. I already forget it. You're like, who sings this? JC, I don't even know like how I got here this morning. I don't remember driving in. How can I remember that? Um... But I do remember the song. It was in a movie? Yes. And we Forrest talked Gump. It. No, we talked about the movie last week when you gave me the quiz. Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Oh. Oh, no? Oh. It is not Jaws either. <laughs> Help. Please. Dirty Dancing. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, I've never even seen that. Those are hard. They are hard. Some of them are hard. Yeah, most of them. No, you did, you did a good job on those. Yeah, I, I, I definitely don't see enough of the classic movies. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what's the one you get? Fight Club and and the um, and Reservoir Dogs. The other ones you got, so you're good. If if someone could pick a song from Spice World, I would definitely get that. <laughs> Spice of my life. <laughs> Is that the song? Uh, ladies of the world, spice up your life. Every boy and every girl, spice up your life. Not spice up my life. <laughs> That's in my mind. It's spice up my life. There's tickets to go see John Legend in about five minutes, and Hot 3 is up next. What do you got oh, for us? Speaking of not being awake, a new study says your brain is not meant to be awake after this time. We'll tell you what it is. Also, what is the most difficult decision that we make each day and... If you're flying more now than you used to, some uh, frequent flyer etiquette that you should know by now. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't do these things. We're going to talk about that coming up next in the Hot 3. The Kid Leroy, his new song is called Thousand Miles here on Mix 94.1. Hey, Shannon. Hi, how are you guys? We are doing great. You are caller 20. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. I, I saw John Legend about 10 or 11 years ago, but oh, my gosh. Now you get to see him again. That's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, Two tickets to his Thank Love you. in Las Vegas residency at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. You're going to see him, and we're so excited for you. Congratulations. Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you guys. We Thank love you. you, Shannon. Thank you for listening and enjoy that concert. And we've got your tickets to go see John Legend coming up in the 9 o'clock hour at 940. Let's go. Here we go. Two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So there's a new study that's out to get you night owls. If you're a night owl, listen up. Researchers from Mass General Research Institute believe they have scientific evidence that our brains are not meant to be awake after midnight. The basic idea is that your internal biological circadian clock is tuned towards sleep after midnight and staying up triggers changes in the brain that cause people to view the world more negatively. This may lead to more impulsive behavior, high risk decisions. Those things include drinking, overeating, gambling, criminal activity. Of course, not everyone who stays up late is partying at the club. Some are working, you know, as police officers and pilots and Healthcare workers and the researchers believe their findings could have important impl- implications for those people, including impacts to human behavior, decision making, 
job performance. That said, if you're a night owl by choice or out of necessity, don't be alarmed yet. The researchers are hoping that there will be further studies. Especially in this town, people working third shift, working that overnight shift, wow. affects them every single day. I do notice, though, that I if I stay up past midnight the next day, it's just, it's harder. And maybe that's my attitude, thinking it's harder and it's really easy, but I, I'm just like, oh boy, it's just, it's not as easy where I go to bed. At a decent hour. Do you adjust? I can't tell you the last time I stayed up past midnight. There's been some 11 o'clockers maybe, but past midnight, it's been a long time since I stayed up past. Maybe New Year's Eve, and that was because of work. When you do stay up past midnight, do you adjust your sleeping time on Saturday morning? You still get up at like 7, 8 o'clock. I might sleep like an hour later, but yeah, I still I, I still get up relatively early. I'm not sleeping till 10 or 11 or anything like that. My body just doesn't allow it. My body naturally wakes up. If I didn't have an alarm during the week, I think I'd still get up on time because during the week, I always open my eyes just to make sure I didn't miss my alarm. But like on the weekends, my body naturally wakes up around 630 or 7. When's the last time you slept in? Think about college days, going out, like sleeping at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. When's the last time outside of being sick or something that you slept in until 10 a.m.? Uh, Definitely pre-kids. I, I, I wow. never, I've never had kids and slept till 10 a.m., even when I'm sick. That's not possible. Nobody gets it. Moms and dads don't get a day off when their kid is sick or when you're sick. You know, it's just keep going. That's what, so if you're about to have kids, that's what you should do. Don't go on a trip or something together. Sleep yeah, until 10 a.m. Yeah, that's not going to happen ever again. Um. So what is the most difficult decision that you make each day? A new study of adults found that we spend three hours a day deciding what to eat, what time to go to bed, what to wear, what to watch. But the average adult admits to changing their mind twice per decision and more than one in 10 change their mind five or more times. 68% say it's hard to make a decision or stick to a decision. And 36% say they will turn to their spouse to find uh, to, to help them out. So what are the most difficult days selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Decisions that we have to make. Number five is whether to exercise or not. Number four is whether we should buy something new or not, like clothes or shoes, something like that. Number three, most difficult daily decision, what to wear for the day or what to wear for an event. Number two is what we have to eat. And the most difficult decision, the daily decision that we have, this is like big time small world problems, guys. What TV show or film to watch? That's not that difficult, right? <laughs> or maybe if you're with someone and and you're wanting to watch one thing and they're wanting to watch another, maybe then it's a little more difficult. Yeah, us is the food thing. What, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. What are you getting? I'm going to get this. What do you want? What do you want for this? That's why, like, we have our, our Friday night ritual. We'll go out and get our sushi dinner. That's a guarantee. But the rest of the week, do you want a salad? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting something. You hungry? No, it's a whole thing for dinner for us. But you, sometimes, most of the time, you guys don't even eat dinner together, right? Like, you'll have your dinner early. She'll have her dinner late or vice versa or something yeah, like that? Yeah, for schedule, she's busy and I'm doing something with the TV station or going to the gym. She'll, she'll eat and I'll come home and then I'll eat. So it's the weekends where we get dinner together, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Weeknights, like Monday through Thursday, that's thing, that thing's going to be wishy-washy then. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're on different schedules, you just eat when you can. You yeah, know? exactly. Finally, this morning, you can't go through a flight without encountering at least one person who acts like they've never flown before. There's um, a forum online for frequent flyers and they're talking about the things that annoy them most. And most of the things are are things that everyone should know by now. So what are what's flying etiquette? Frequent flyers say these are the things that you should know by now. One is taking off your jewelry before going through security. Just like TSA asks, how many times do you go through? Dee, 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 then you got to go and take it. Just take it off the first time so you don't have to worry about. Two, walking through security with, with your shoes off. Don't stand in everyone's way. Take your stuff. To, to one of the benches and collect yourself there. Otherwise, you're just a roadblock. That drives me crazy. It's like, don't put your shoes on right here. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to pass you. Like, why do you have to do it right here? Oh, are you coming through security? Yes. yes. Grab your stuff and move. Go somewhere else There's and put it spaces. on. Yes. That's a big one. Uh, having your boarding pass on hand before you approach the gate. And when you get there, like, oh, it's here somewhere. Like, just have it ready to go. You get now anxiety? it's on your phone. Like, just show your phone, you know? I get anxiety on, with the one on my phone because sometimes the phone turns off and, like, it, it locks up. Like, oh, no, hold on. I got to unlock it. And then it's not bright enough. And then it doesn't read right away. I get anxiety over that for some oh, reason. Oh, no. I love that it's on my phone now. It has just made things so simple. Instead of having to carry this paper boarding pass, I just, like, deet. Okay. I actually can ha- get it on my watch, too. I used my watch the other day and it was there. And I was like, boop. And oh, that's just, convenient. It was so nice. Do you remember Southwest when you'd get there early and you actually get a physical card? You, oh, it's like plastic. Yes, yeah, A, B, and C boarding groups. And we all touched the same one and it just recycled. It's probably not the most sanitary <laughs> thing. Um, check behind you before reclining your seat is another piece of etiquette. Frequent flyers say you should know by now. Uh, while on a plane, keep your shoes on at all times. What's your take on that? It, it doesn't bother me. I don't take my shoes off. I keep them on. But if someone does it, it doesn't bother me. If they take them off and they're up in my business, then it, then it would get to me. But if you're sitting next to me and your feet are swelling up and you take your shoe, shoes off, I'm totally cool with it. It, it doesn't bother me. It, it See, I took my shoes off on like when we go overseas, if it's a long one. If it's a short flight, no. But um, it used to really bother me because my husband would do that. And I'll just be like, ew, gross. And then all of a sudden I'm in that same situation. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to take my shoes off. My feet hurt too bad. Another thing is uh, practice proper hygiene 
obviously. And when getting off the plane, don't pack the aisle or try to push forward. It's faster when everyone gets off row by row in an orderly fashion. That leaves aisle clear for anyone who is in a dire time crutch to make a connection. Yeah. Do you st- are you a stander right away? The no, plane lands. I wait till it gets to my row and then I stand up and it drives me crazy when everyone's like, stand, no, oh, good to stand up. And then it's like, well, you're not going anywhere. You're just standing there. Okay. Have fun with that. See, I, if I'm on the, cause I'm going to say, I sit until our, our turn comes around, it gets close to our turn. But if I'm on the aisle, I'm still sitting there and the people next to me, I can tell they want to stand. They're anxious. Like, why is this guy not standing? He's not standing. He's not getting off. What's going on? I'm like, we're not, we're not going anywhere yet. Everyone, everyone chill. I got a couple minutes. It's, they're like, he's roadblocking us. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this guy. Wait, coming up here in the eight o'clock hour. There's tickets for you to see Melissa Etheridge. She'll be here at the House of Blues this month, August 20th. We have those tickets at 825. And right before that, it's Tuesday. So that means it is time for Try It Tuesday. We will be sharing a product today that has been all over social media. It's been all over social media for quite a while, but we're going to try it today. It's supposed to work wonders. So we're very excited to give this one a go. We'll tell you what it is coming up. It's Mix 94.1. Our number is 702-364-9400. If you're in a relationship, will you call that number? I want to ask you a question. I want to see if it differs between men and women. Uh, Simple question and see if there really is a divide between the sexes. When you're in a relationship, it can be easy to maybe let yourself go, right? You you uh, are, are comfortable. You don't feel like you have to keep up as much because you've got that special someone. Maybe you go out to eat a lot. Maybe you, you know, you do relationship things and that's all good. That's one of the benefits of being in a relationship. But if you started to let yourself go, would your significant other tell you? Do you think your significant other would tell you or if your significant other was letting themselves go, would you tell them? Does it differ between the sexes? Uh, I'm very curious if you would you ever dare tell your wife that she was letting herself go if she was. I would like to think that I would, yes, and do it in a tactful manner as well. What's the reasoning things have she let herself go? Is there something else going on health wise? Stresses at work. What is happening in her world? Because she's Lars, very active. She's a very active person with the horses and everything else. So I would, I would say something. Now, how I approach it, I, it's hard to say. Now it would have to be in that situation, but I definitely would say something. And I know for a fact she would tell me if, for whatever reason, I stopped working out and just put it on a lot of pounds and just you know, certain things started going sideways for me. She would definitely say something. Absolutely. But you say definitely she would. But yes. You, you're just kind of eh. you're like I think I would, but I don't know. What no, I, mean, I would. I would. Say. I, I would. I would. I would, I would would say something how i say it, it would be is the question or sit her down at one point you know do you make a joke out of it would you serious about it like how do you approach that situation but i, I, de- I definitely would say something yeah she would her to me no hesitation i know she would absolutely i uh, see my husband wouldn't say a word he would not say a word he because he knows i am my own worst critic and that i'm already telling myself that so he w- he's like my hype man he's like you look good no matter what. I like he wouldn't say a word. 
I, on the other hand, would say something to him. And it, it's such a double standard. Um, and I, I do it. I would do it more for the health reasonings behind it. Not like, oh, you look terrible. And it wouldn't be like that at all. But I know he would even like he never says anything. Even if I like something looks terrible on me, he's like, you can rock anything like he he always just makes it positive. And I love him for that. And I also get frustrated with him for that. You know what I mean? What would you dare tell your significant other that they were letting themselves go? 702-364-9400. Hey, Annette, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what would you do it? I actually do do it. And how my, do you do it? Husband, so my husband is starting to get like a dad bod. And I feel like I work very hard to try to maintain myself to still look good after having four kids. So I try to kind of guilt trip him. So, so what do you say? Like, hey, you're you're getting a bit of a dad bod or what? Like, what exactly? Yeah. Do you say? Like, I'll squeeze the tummy and be like, oh, you know, <laughs> it looks like you gained a few pounds here. Are we going for the dad bod look now because we've been married 10 years? And, and how does he respond to that? He kind of shrugs it off or rolls his eyes and <laughs> he won't say anything back to me because like you, he knows I'm, I'm pretty, pretty tough on myself. So he would never say anything back. So I think he just kind of lets me have my smart remarks. So do you think there is a double standard when it comes to who in a relationship and who can tell the other? I feel like there is a total double standard. For sure. Yeah. Well, Annette, I've been on the receiving end of the squeeze, too. Laura's done that before. The squeeze, <laughs> you get some extra body fat somewhere. And it was, I think it was either last summer or two summers ago. And things just, you know, things were going a little bit sideways. And uh, she took a photo of me and my shirt was off. I'm like, wow, do I look like that? Like, what's what's happened in certain areas of my body? She's like, no, no, it's all good. And she walked over and just kind of grabbed stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I, imagine that. If I went up to Laura, though, I'm like, what's this? And grabbed her side There's or something. There's a double standard. Yeah, I would, I would say something. Tat, like, hey, I noticed. Da, 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 Thing, but I would say something. She could just come up and be like, "What's this?" And like, "Ah, okay, what is that?" And I love that you're being honest. But I, I want to know. You're like, I would say something. To, 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 no, like, say it's right now. She's right in front of you, and you notice it. What do you say? Say, well, okay, would you put on like, twenty pounds? Give me, give me, give, yeah, paint the picture. Uh, five pounds. Five pounds is not. That's not a worthy conversation. Okay, in my mind. what's worthy in your mind? Then? If she's like fifteen pounds or something. Wow, fifteen! Oh my gosh, your standards though. Fifteen is nothing. Well, five pounds. I can say you anything. Might, you might not even notice fifteen pounds. Fifteen pounds? I think you notice fifteen oh, pounds. Oh my goodness gracious! I am. Uh, I'm getting a complex now. Okay, go ahead. Wait, you 15 think pounds? Five pounds? Like you walked in fifteen pounds heavier tomorrow? You don't think I would notice? I don't think you would. Really? I think that women can cover it better than than guys. Well, no, actually, I think people can cover it better in general. I don't. I don't think you would notice, but so, may, I could be wrong. So, well, Laura's also with her Crohn's disease. She's like, she gets, she, she put on 15 pounds. I would notice. You would notice. Yeah, okay, absolutely. go ahead. Then what uh, would you say? Hey. <laughs> Starts off with, hey. Um, you're looking very, very healthy. Um, is it, everything okay? You told me I look healthy. Well, you do look healthy. Um, how would I say it? Hey, I, I've noticed that, you know, there have been some changes with you. Um, is everything okay? What do you say? You would I don't think you could do it. I don't think you could do it. But here's the thing. But if, cause if, and she already knows. Trust me. She already knows. But I with, don't know if she needs you telling her. With Laura's, with Crohn's disease, I mean, Laura, is, she's sick all the time. So if she put on 15 pounds, that would mean that things are getting healthy. So I'd be like, hey, the new medication you're on is really, really working. I've noticed you've, you know, you're, you put on some weight. 
Oh. <laughs> Guys, don't say it. Just, bye, let, just let it be. Yeah. Just let oh, it be. Oh, ouch. Just let it be. Caitlin, good morning. What What do you think? I think that I, I wouldn't tell him if he was letting himself go. I know he would tell me. He'd probably try to say it in a nice way. It would come out really offensive. Um, but I don't think I would care unless he was letting himself go in the way that, like, he stopped showering. Oh, if yeah. He gained weight, I probably wouldn't care. It, honestly, it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, the weight gain doesn't bother me, too. The showering? Oh, right, yeah. Right. Now, now we have a problem, but and I'll come out and say it. <laughs> I'm with you, Caitlin. Right, yeah, the hygiene. The hygiene yeah, issue. Yeah, please. Can you shower? I don't care that you just gained 50 pounds. Just take a shower. <laughs> hey, Matt, I noticed you put on 200 pounds. Cool. You smell. Shower. Deodorant is your friend. It's your friend. Uh, this text just came in. It says, my husband and I just tell each other, this is why we're fat every time we eat fast food. <laughs> See, you can do it mutually, and I absolutely love that. The tickets to see Melissa Etheridge. We have them for you in about 15 minutes. See ya, kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free. Those tickets for you to see Melissa Etheridge. We have them in just about seven minutes. And it is Tuesday. That means it is time for Try It Tuesday, where we try something new every week. Maybe it is a fad. Maybe it's a new food. Maybe it's a trend that has gone viral. If you see something that you would like us to try for Try It Tuesday, shoot us an email. You can do that through our website at Mix941.fm. We're very excited about today's product. This is something that I have seen on social media. And if you want to check it out, we are live streaming right now on our YouTube channel, Mercedes in the Morning, and on Facebook. Or you can just listen to our reactions here on the radio. But this is an item that I've seen all over social media for probably the last six to eight months um, and I know it's been around a lot longer than that. And it is um, it is made by Revlon. It is called the Oil Control On The Go. It is an oil absorbing roller that I've seen. I've seen the TikToks and it works wonders. This thing basically is it, it kind of reminds me of like a deodorant roller and you roll it on your face. And if you have oil it's gone. It, it's gone. Like it mattifies it according to the videos that I've seen. I'm excited to use this thing because I use these oil blotting sheets. I get very oily skin. And so I use these oil blotting sheets on my face. And when Mercedes brought this up, I'm like, what are you talking about? And she pulled this thing up. We saw them online yesterday. I'm like, this thing you roll on your face and it reduces oil. Sign me up. We got them through Amazon. And we ordered them at like 10 a.m. And they arrived in my house. I got home from the TV station about 5 o'clock. They were sitting on my doorstep last night. That's, That's how amazing. fast they moved last night. Oh, my gosh. Well, it, and I'm surprised because I have I remember when I first saw these, I looked for them at like Walgreens or something. And they were sold out. So maybe it's, you know, it's gone down the popularity a little bit. Um, let's open these. I'm having a hard time opening mine. Can you guys open yours? Yeah. Mine, I'm having trouble. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Slid right out. Oh, getting the thing out. Okay. So it looks like a little, um, like I said, kind of like a, a roll on deodorant stick. If you, I don't know if they even make those anymore, but it's, it's a little black thing and it's got a, a it's got a lid that I just popped off. And so what you're supposed to do, I thought this was makeup. Is this not makeup? It's not makeup, is it? No, it looks like it's a volcanic stone. Oh, yeah, it's a stone. There's no powder or anything on it. 
It says reusable and easy to wash real volcanic stone. Uh, so you just, it says that all you have to do directions, remove cap and gently roll volcanic stone along T-zone, forehead and, uh, gosh, it's too dark in my studio. I can't read this. What, what a, and any other shiny areas on the face where a mattifying effect is desired. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cause I am like so dark in here. Um, so do you guys want... I, I tend to have drier skin, but I purposely didn't powder my face today, so I would have some some oiliness. So, does anybody want to try it first? I'm excited. I thought this was going to be a powder. It's a stone. Does yours move easily on your fingers? Does it roll easily? Kind of. Yeah, there's a little stickiness to it. Like, not sti- like a sticky sticky, but the wheel itself sticks. But I'm excited, so I just roll it on my forehead? Yeah, roll it on your T-zone, JC. Let's do a close-up on you first. It's not, ro- oh, it's, it's not rolling that easily. Now it's starting to roll a little bit. Oh, it's hard to roll. Stop. It's rolling, but it's not smooth roll. So I did my T-zones. I'll do right here. There's an oily spot around my nose. How is it? Right here. What's Let's... the before and after like? It's not makeup, is it? Is it makeup? No, it's just the stone. Oh. The stone look different? Well, put no, put your face. No, the not the stone. See, put your face. Oil on it. Okay. I don't really, I don't know if I see anything on yours. Let me do an oil blotting sheet. Here will be the test, because I do these oil blotting sheets, you can see it. So let me see how oily my head is. I'll do the oil blotting sheet, and minimum is on the oil blotting sheet. So So it does work. It did work. It does work. Oh, yeah, there's not much on the sheet. There's hardly anything on the sheet. I did it on my nose, I did it on the right side. Hardly anything. I'll do this side, which I didn't do. And you can see there is oil on it. On the side, so it didn't it did do. absorb yeah, it. Yeah, it does absorb it. Yeah, oh. okay. Do you want to try it, Steph? Sure. Let's see how it works. Is your skin pretty oily? or mm, Mine's more dry, uh, so I don't know how much of an effect it'll be, but I'll still try it, and I'll go my forehead first. Oh, yeah, it doesn't roll very easily. It's very stonish. I'm going to go light because it's easier um, to roll. <laughs> you can hear the squeakiness can, yeah. of it. Okay. Um. The shine is gone on yours. Oh. You had a tiny bit of a shine. It's it, where you rolled. It's not there anymore. I'm gonna do some on my cheek. It's not. It's not a smooth roll, which I don't like. You know, I'm not. I'm not applying too much pressure, and it's sque- It's it's squeaky, but it's rolling nice and smooth. If you don't press too hard, maybe yeah. Maybe we're pressing too hard. Oh, I see a little bit of actual kind of shine on the stone. It looks like a sponge, but when you actually press it, it's stone. Okay, so l- let's see the finished product here. I think I think that mattified you big time. Do you guys see this line on my yes, face? Yes, yeah. it's from the stone. It's from the stone. I don't like that, but maybe it's an easy one. But maybe because you didn't do the top part. See how the top has a little shine? Yeah. So you got to roll your whole head. See, it's gone. Look. Oh, my gosh. It's gone. Oh, my gosh. It is gone. Wow. Look at me this way. Look at me. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I thought it was a glare from the the lighting, but I actually think it's oil. <laughs> yeah, I, I I purposely did not um put any powder on, so I should have. You look like you have no shine, by the way. Oh, looking stop. at you on camera. I'm not, it's, kind of hard it's hard to tell if it's lighting or if it's oil. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, let yeah. Me, let me turn off the light. Okay. Just try to adjust your mic a little bit if you can. Oh. So we can right, hear your squeaky we stone. Okay, let's try it again. 
Oh. Mine's rolling easily. No shine. Wow! There was a, a little shine. Now it's going away. Yeah, it's working. This works on me. I, I now that I turn the light back on, I this will be a handy dandy little tool, like when you we do on air stuff. So I don't have to use powder because powder gets stuck in like the lines of your face, yes. and if you put too much on, it just makes you look old. This I like. It just absorbed all the all the um all the oil. On my face. Does it say how often we can use it? Like, how good is a stone for? You can use it for a couple of times. How long is the stone? What happens to oil on the stone? It's, it just says to clean, twist, locking ring clockwise to unlock and remove volcanic stone, wash with warm water and gentle soap. Rinse and allow to air dry overnight. Oh, so the stone pops out to clean it. Yeah, okay. but I think it lasts. You just have to clean it. I like it. It, it, it mattified me, but I didn't have to put any makeup on. Which, that's the goal. I don't like putting over and over powder and powder, and then you just look like a clown. Do you have makeup on right now, Mercedes? Um, I have, yeah, I have, well, I have a tinted moisturizer on, so, so did, I consider that makeup. Did it take any of your makeup off onto the roller? No. I, too, use a tinted sunscreen, and I don't see any color on it. What's fascinating is I want to know what this volcanic stone is made of and how it's able to absorb oil. Because that is fascinating. Yeah. How do you pop it out? Is it twist it? It said twist the top of the cap. Oh, or... there's like a lock and unlock little uh, signage right here. Oh, yeah. But could fit in your purse. Oh, there you go. You don't have to put extra makeup on if you want to get rid of that shine. I'm a fan. I like it. Me too. I will, I will, I will be continuing... Uh, to use this because I really like that idea. Earlier we were talking about what odd, what odd thing do you carry with you? I think this is going to be the, the odd stone? thing that I carry. A volcanic stone? Be, yes, a volcanic stone. And it's not a crystal. It absorbs oil. Yeah, I I like this. I give this a thumbs up. I think the hype was real on this one. It, it took a minute to to see the difference, but um, yeah, this this worked for me. Thumbs up for me. Thumbs up for me, JC. What do you think? Uh, I'll give it a half thumbs up. I'm not going to pan it yet. I want to try it closer in front of a mirror because I'm, I'm excited about the product. I just can't, I, It's hard to tell looking at the camera if yeah. it works or not. Um, so I, I'm going to use it again tonight when it's in front of the mirror, but I'm excited about it. So I give it a half thumb. Again, this is by Revlon. It's called Oil Control On The Go. Uh, it's it's just a little tiny thing that you it looks like makeup it's not makeup though it's just it's makeup colored stones that go <laughs> in this thing um big fan big fan i JC, get why they like it jc i think that this might be a better alternative if you like it than your little sheets because those are actually not recommended they dry your skin out oh these things do yeah yeah they're, they're pain in the butt throwing them out carrying them around too uh, I do like the effects, though, like seeing all your oil. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And then hearing that it dries out your skin was a bummer, so I stopped using them. Huh. I always thought you were, those were rolling papers and you are rolling joints in there. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> invite us next time. They literally rolling another joint. Oh, he's smoking <laughs> again Oh, my gosh, there. he's got his little rolling papers. They do look like rolling papers <laughs> right here. Uh, not that we would know. No, but, you know. Yeah, no. Jayla told me. <laughs> all right, moving on from Try Tuesday to Hey. 
heads up. And we want caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up. And this is a cool prize. Yeah, it is. We have a pair of tickets to see Melissa Etheridge. She's going to be at the House of Blues for her One Way Out tour on August 20th. Want to go? Of course you do. We have your tickets right now. Just be caller 20. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 is in. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hi. Brittany, how are you this morning? Good, how are you? Really good. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I'm super excited. All right, we've got these Melissa Etheridge tickets. They're yours. You just got to get six answers in 60 seconds. Um, In one of these categories, do you want to go with On the Beach, In the Wild, Malcolm in the Middle, or Lefty? We'll do On the Beach. On the Beach. Uh, Beach Party Day was on Sunday. So these are all things you would find on the beach. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Um, I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Bernie, you have 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Melissa Etheridge, and you start now. They'll fly down and steal your food. They've got... Seagull. Yes. Um, You might find these on the seashore and collect them. Um, Seashells? Yes. This is what you might play with. You you blow it up. It's red and white and blue and yellow. Um, and you, Beach ball? Yes. This is what you would put on so you don't get a burn. You put this on your body. Sunblock. Uh, another name for it. Uh, Sunscreen. Yes. This is, um, like on the East Coast, they have these so they can see the ships out so you know you're approaching shore. There's, um, it's bright at night. Um they're very lighthouse? yes this is um the person that helps you if you start drowning they'll jump in and save you lifeguard yes yeah. Woo! you got it Brittany. congratulations <laughs> thank you so much i can't wait i'm gonna take my mom <laughs> oh it's gonna be such a good show you're gonna love it melissa awesome. etheridge Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Brittany. Thanks for listening. Yeah, and that show is on August 20th. Melissa Etheridge, One Way Outdoor, House of Blues. We have them in these tickets for you again tomorrow morning, 825, when you win Heads Up. And next hour, 940, your tickets to see John Legend. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Your tickets to see John Legend coming up next hour. Don't go anywhere. We'll be giving those away. Also coming up next hour, we have What's Trending. Uh, what what band or group said they're getting back together and going out on tour. We'll get you that, how you get, can get paid to sleep. And we'll talk more um, about Olivia Newton-John. If you missed the news yesterday, the actress and singer, she has passed away only 73 years old. And uh, I, I just, I, what a... What a profound sense of loss that a lot of people felt yesterday, having never knew her, but having her have been like such a huge part of their lives with her music and her movies. I just uh, I remember as a kid, me and the neighborhood kids, we they would put on plays with like Grease music and when we got invited to be a part of that i was so excited like my mom was like you got to watch grease she taught me the songs and then we would do these little neighborhood performances did anyone else do that where you would put on a either a performance for the parents 
or for the neighbors. And we would have like, we would make tickets and then sell them for a dollar. So we'd yeah. all be, and the parents would buy a dollar ticket. And we just thought we were so cool. But we would sing the Grease songs. That was what we did. I remember my sister and I singing the Grease songs in the basement. So we'd finish dinner. This is before my brother was born. This is my sister and I. We would finish dinner and her and I would go down into the basement. And it must have been on a record player. Because I remember seeing the record, the Grease record, and knowing the songs before I saw the movie as a kid. Like that album was just down in the basement. So my sister would put it on and she would sing. And she would be the, the Sandra D part, and I would do the John Travolta. We would do sing-alongs, but we would also do those. We would do those shows, and it was always when my cousins would come over. They would come over, and we all go, the basement was like the hangout spot. We go down in the basement, and we put on like a magic show or a talent show, and the same thing. You'd call everyone down, okay, curtain time, and now, you know all the aunt and uncles would come down in the basement. We'd set up chairs like auditorium style, and they'd sit there and they watch our little production, and they act all engaged and excited about it and stuff. And it was fun. It was part of our childhood. Did anyone else do like a? Show? show it maybe it wasn't grease related but did anyone else was that is that a rite of passage where you have to put on a show for the family um and what did you do was it just like dancing was it singing was it to a soundtrack was it a certain song um i remember with my sister she did one for actually me she and i both did it and uh it was ace of bass it was i will never forget she she came on and she was wearing like a, this glittery pink skirt and she's like Hi, I'm Monica, and I'm going to be singing Ace of Bass. And then she'd be like, I saw the sign. And she sang it. it oh, my gosh. This was her. I I would love to get her on the phone right now and just play that and not say a word and see what she says. She would be so embarrassed. I'm going to send you her number, Steph. I don't know if she'll answer, but... Oh my gosh, my sister in Ace of Base was the best thing ever. I like how you transitioned from your Grease performances in the 80s probably to Ace of Base was like the performances you guys did. You had to keep it current, keep it relevant. The Ace of Base became the show you guys put on in your house in the 90s. I like that. Yeah, it was Ace of Base for us. What was it for for you guys? 702-364-9400. So you did Grease too and then or not Grease too. You did Grease yeah. also. Then, so once, once my sister got older, she moved away. We didn't really do much of the family productions, but my brother and I, that's when John and I, my younger brother, as the 90s came in, we would put on wrestling matches in the basement and entertain our family by putting on wrestling matches. So we would kind of choreograph a match, and then after dinner, my mom and dad would come down, and then if my sister was in town, she'd come down as well, and John and I would put on wrestling matches. And I had a whole elaborate setup, a ring setup, an entranceway, he'd walk through the curtain, we had music playing, we had belts, it was a whole production down in the basement. And the best part was the parents and their reaction like oh my <laughs> oh wow Look, oh my goodness like they were just they were your personal hype people and they would just make you feel so amazing like wow they really they're really into this they really like my performance you know <laughs> i used to, have to be like man my mom likes when i dance she is into this i did at one point i put on like a sunday service like kanye west i remember i would go down on a sunday morning and i had my little bible and i don't know because i went to catholic school and i would give like a like a I would hold like a mass and uh i would hand out one of those vanilla wafers oh my gosh that was not <laughs> 
You were not pretending like that was the body of Christ. Are we, yeah, you're we're doing a little wafer. I, yeah, they would come up and I would give it to my parents. And God bless them. They would, they would play along. Like, okay, oh, the body of Christ, thank you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Father JC, I wanted to be a priest for a hot minute. Oh my gosh. We just got this text that says, my friend and I would put on concerts. We would perform Spice Girls, Brandy and Monica, The Boy Is Mine, and TLC on my parents' fireplace. That's where we did ours, on the fireplace. The yes. stage. Yes. Uh, and make the them record us with the big old VH just camera uh that that's from eric uh this one said my grandma would make all the grandkids do sound of music where they went to bed each grandkid had a part to sing oh the part where they're like so long farewell of you to say good night i love that joe good morning well, what kind of show did you put on i i might be dating myself a little bit but does anybody remember the little shop of horrors from the 1980s I, I, I've i seen that movie one time, and it was in a theater where people were throwing Twinkies and stuff. It was so scary. <laughs> I freaked out, but I yes. Put on, I, I put on the dentist song that was sung by Steve Martin. I'm your dentist. Oh, I. you know what? I'm mistaking it for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Sorry, wrong movie. No, the oh. one with the killer plant. The one with the plant would eat people. I, I, now I know what you're talking about. I never saw that, but I know I know oh, the movie. I know the movie. Oh, that's funny. I'm the dentist. That was one of the songs, I think, yeah, from, from the movie. Allie, really quick, what did you do? What didn't we do? Little Shop of Horrors, Grease 1 and 2. I mean, Rocky Horror. Our favorite was Spice Girls. All of us would dance out in our front yard and for our parents, our poor parents. They put they watched so many shows, but bless their hearts. But I seriously is probably one of my favorite memories growing up was dancing to Grease and like all of those movies. Yeah, they're just they're timeless. They really are. And I know we've had this debate on Grease Two versus Grease One. I always lose because I say Grease Two, but I will say Sandy is the icon. Sandy, Olivia Newton-John, she was the one. How many of you wanted black leather pants and red high heels to look like Sandy after, you know, she she became Sandy? <laughs> I was driving home last night from the TV station talking to my mom about, you know, the, the passing of Olivia Newton-John and Grease, and we're both like, oh, such a, you know, what, what a great movie that was, and Grease, and everyone loved it. My mom goes, except Mercedes, she's a bigger fan of Grease 2, right? I'm like, that's right, she likes Grease, she I loves Grease what? 1, but you're known as the Grease 2 love, and that's the first thing she said, except Mercedes, she's a bigger fan of. She likes Grease Two more than Grease One. But yeah, she likes them both. But yeah, I think Grease Two. She's that one. You're the go-to I'm person for Grease person. Two. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I she's the goat. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Olivia yeah. John was the goat for sure. All right, Hot Three is up next. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk this morning about Snapchat. They fine-tune their new parental controls. If you have kids on there, what you need to know. Also, how you can lose weight by doing one thing. And it's actually not that difficult. We're going to talk about that. And be careful using emojis in your work emails. They could land you in hot water. We're going to explain coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Snapchat has been around for a decade. Now they've finally given parents a way to monitor accounts. With 20% of users being under 18, the tools will help protect many kids. Uh, Family Center requires both the parent and the kid to opt in. Then the parent gets immediate access to the child's friends list people communicated with over the last week and new friends. What it doesn't let you do is see conversations. Snapchat says the opt-in feature requires parents and kids to talk about it, which they think is important. Do you monitor your kids' social media? Like, do you have, do you have full control or you just kind of watch it from afar? I have, um, like, I have access to all of their social media. I, I haven't jumped in there lately, but if I want to, I can. Yeah, I have full and total access. I don't go go in there a lot. I want them to have a little bit of uh, privacy. They don't really post anything. They're mm-hmm. not big posters, but I know they communicate. I know they do. Use it to message friends and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, and send stuff to each other. But um, yeah, they rarely post anything. In fact, I don't even know why they have it, just to look at other things, I guess. If you went to check on Sophie's account, her Instagram and you went to log in and the password was changed. Would you demand for the password oh, back? Or? 100%. 100%. You better give me that password. But at what point I mean, though, technically she's, she's, she's 18, yeah. so I guess I shouldn't demand anything. She could tell me no. But, I'm out of here, mom. Yeah. I'm an adult. I'm going to college. But I've always had access to it and they've been fine with it and they know that I'll respect their privacy. Just don't do anything that you know, makes me think there's shady stuff going on. There was a situation with uh, one of my kids once and and uh, I just I had a feeling I had a feeling something was up because uh, one of them was acting very weird and sad. And I was like, I just have a feeling. And I looked and there was someone that was like cyberbullying her. And you can bet that I took pictures of that stuff. I didn't take screenshots because it'll show you if you take a screenshot on does uh, it really? Yeah. People have said that before. So if I take a screenshot of something, you're going to see it? Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram? Um, on, on on Instagram, I think they still have that, I, but uh, on Snapchat for sure. Oh, I don't think it's on Instagram. Is it? I th- I've so, seen before where someone screenshots of my stuff on Instagram. So if I go to your page and screenshot your last post and you'll get a notification saying I screenshotted it? No, I, I don't get a notification, but like next to you seeing viewed it, viewing it. Um, it, it used to show like a green something. I don't know if that's there anymore. So I'm looking at your stories. You're, and I just screenshotted it. You're doing from Try Tuesday. I just screenshotted it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why are you screenshotting a lot of people's stories? No, I just, I just never knew that. Like, how can I tell if someone, I want to know, because I never get a notification that someone no, screenshotted No, I don't get a it. notification. I would have to scroll through all the people who have viewed it. And then there used to be like a little green thing right next to it that indicated that. Like that web that um, app, Be Real. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends screenshotted one of my photos on it, and I got a notification on that. I'm like, why did they screenshot my picture on that? And I was very paranoid about it for the rest of the day. Like, what like, are they doing with it? Uh, yeah. What? What? What was? Why? <laughs> so it kind of freaked me out. Well, I just went one. through and screenshotted all your stories. So just as a heads up, I'm not creeping. I'm doing it for the show. Oh, okay. So show research. Yeah. So you screenshots. Know. It doesn't even show that you viewed my stuff. Really? I don't even see your name in there. Not at all. Maybe it's not catching up yet. I'm not sure exactly. It was a good story, too, on the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> I just did the try to and I'm compelled by your story. Like, okay, <laughs> interesting. Um, also, this morning, restricting your eating to between 7 a.m. and 3 p.m., 
may help you lose weight and lower your blood pressure. A clinical trial of 90 obese adults in the U.S. found that people who only ate during the restricted period lost about five pounds more weight compared to those who ate over 12 or more hours. They also lowered their blood pressure over a 14-week period. They call it E-TRAY, Early Time Restricted Eating. And this, they say, may be an effective treatment for both obesity and hypertension. Um, the authors say, say that larger trials are needed to confirm if it was better for losing fat specifically, but they found that people had increased vigor, they lost more body fat, they lost more trunk fat, um, and it decreased fatigue and feelings of depression too i couldn't do it stop eating at three o'clock i'm too hungry at like six o'clock at night seven o'clock i'm starving if i if i could go to bed at six o'clock i'd be fine yeah. with that. if that was like my bedtime totally let's do it um but the thing is is i don't eat until noon or one now so i guess it would just be does it have to be 7a to 3p if you just had that nine hour window of eating is that okay? Because a lot of people will do, and myself included, the intermittent fasting where I I have a window of eight hours to eat. I never really go the full eight hours unless it's the weekend. Sometimes I do. But yeah, I, I start at noon and then I have till 8 p.m. if I want to eat. So it's kind of the same concept. Yeah, just a little, little bit different of a window. I, I do notice that for some reason for dinner, if I'm on the go or whatever, and I just literally just have a couple pieces of chicken. It's not it's not a full meal but just something really like the next morning i wake up i do feel fantastic yeah you're not stuffed lighter yes yeah finally this morning emojis have sparked debate in the office since the pandemic brought on a new wave of communicating online through zoom and slack and while they become commonplace in a text message or on social media it's important to consider if they should be used in the office communications experts say emojis were a great way to remind each other that we're people who have feelings however it's important to keep in mind that while the use of emotions, symbols, or objects have become a part of modern communications. Their mu- meanings have evolved over time, particularly when it comes to generational understanding of emojis. So here, we're, let's break down some of the most commonly misused emojis to help you better understand when and when not to use them. Like you may think you're saying something nice, but if you don't know that generation's uh, interpretation of the emoji, you might be sending a completely different oh, message. Oh, great. Okay, yeah. what do we got? So the slightly smiling emoji. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I want to say Steph has used that with me quite a bit. The slightly smiling emoji. Can you send it to the group uh, so I can see it? Yeah, let's see. I'll, I'll send it here. I don't I don't want to describe it too much because my description will say uh, what the meaning is in my mind now why can't i find it is it this one right here i'm sending to the group yes yes thank you hmm. what does that mean in your mind hmm. like hmm curious like hmm. to okay. me that's like flirty like hey oh, you send this stuff I've said this when it's uh, sneaky, like, oh, she's being a little sneaky. Yeah. sneaky emoji, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say sly, like you're being kind of sly and sneaky and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the study, it, gave, it, it said on this one, the slightly f- smiling face emoji indicated general positivity for th- 39% of people, while 14% of people found it, it denoted distrust, like 
Oh, I don't trust Ooh, that. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. The laughing while crying emoji. We all know that one, right? Yeah. Well, Gen Z has decided the meanings of emojis in recent years causing the misinterpretation. This one now means uh, dead. It replaced the skull emoji. That used to be the one that they used to, for dead. Now this one means dead. So if you send that, that means you're dead. You're like, like laughing, like you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'll still, every so often, I'll do the skull one because I'm dead. Like, ah, I'm dead. So funny. But this is now replacing dead. So yeah. This is the extreme funny. Yeah. It used to be, you. they used to say you were old if you used that, but now it's back to normal. Maybe. Okay. Um, but many Gen Zers will still use the skull for, like, that is so funny. I am so dead. They're still using that one. Um, the tongue out emoji. Do you know the one I'm talking about? This one here? No. I don't use the tongue out. No, that one. Yeah, okay, the yeah. one Steph just sent. Yeah. The tongue out emoji, it's, it means um, playful laughter. Like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> but the alternate meaning is flirting oh. on that one. So be very careful on that one. What okay. about this one? Can I send you one? Yeah. The fire emoji. To me, that's like, wow, that's hot. You look good. You're you're killing it. That's my interpretation, Steph. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, I would be careful though, though, because if you're posting a, if someone posts a picture and you put a fire emoji underneath underneath it, you don't want to interpret like, oh, you're looking hot, babe, mm. or like, you look great. You, I would send a you look great emoji, and I don't think that's you should do a fire emoji. See, I was using the fire emoji. I didn't I didn't realize what the same thing happened to me. So like someone like a friend or a coworker would be like a bikini, looking, you know, you do that, and oh, I do fire, fire, fire. I'd cool. be like, oh my god, yeah. he likes her. <laughs> I would do fire because yeah, you're, it looks good, fire. And then Laura made a comment she's like, hey, just so you know, the fire thing. I think the, I think people read it as like la, 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 you know, you're super excited. I'm like, oh no, it's just a compliment. It's like, yeah, I think fire, some people read it a different way. I'm like, oh, okay. So now I am um, I, I'm careful when I use the fire emoji. Yeah, be careful. Okay, last one I just sent to you guys. It's the octopus emoji. I've never, I didn't even know there was one. You didn't? No. Okay, do you, Steph, do you know what the octopus emoji means? No, but if I were to guess, like, ner- like are you nervous or something? Shy? Uh- well, basically, I mean, obviously, it was it's used to represent an octopus, but the the octopus emoji now symbolizes cuddles and is basically a virtual hug. Oh, oh, like the um little stuffed animal octopus. Yes. Oh. So if you send an octopus to someone, you're sending them a virtual hug, oh. and hopefully, you'll get one back. So, what does this one mean then? The octopus and fire. Yes. That means I want to hug you and then I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> this is the latest from John Legend. All she want to do is, all she want to do is, all she want to do is. It's called All She Want to Do. His new album is coming out in September and you get to see John Legend because we have your tickets this hour at 940. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Olivia Newton-John is trending this morning. In case you missed it, the actress and singer has died. She was 73 years old. Her husband 
John Easterling, he confirmed the news on social media accounts saying that she passed away peacefully. She was surrounded by her friends and family at her ranch in California yesterday. He also asked that in lieu of flowers that any donations be made in her memory to the Olivia Newton-John Foundation Fund. Uh, We posted a link on our website at Mix941.fm. She had battled metastatic stage 4 breast cancer and had been very vocal about her cancer journey since she was first diagnosed with breast cancer back in 1992. John Travolta paid tribute to his late Grease co-star on social media, writing, My dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road, and we will all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you and forever, your Danny, your John. Oh, she, I mean, she's such a spe- special lady. She touched so many lives with the, with her movies, her her residencies here in town, her songs. I saw an interview with her. It was one with Gail King from years ago. Uh, and Gail was asking her about how she's dealing with her illness. And this is when her cancer came back and how she's dealing with everything. And she said something along the lines of, it's, I just, I, I enjoy life. If I want to eat a cookie, I eat a cookie. If I want a glass of wine, I'm going to have a glass of wine. If I want some tea, I'm going to have tea. I just enjoy the little things in life more. And when she said that, I'm like, I think all of us need to stop and do that. Enjoy the little things in life. Don't put too much pressure on the fact like, oh, no, I ate a cookie. What's it going to do to me? Just enjoy things that are out there right now. Yeah, and just live life. Like We get so caught up in our every day and we make our our life about work and just not saying you that you shouldn't get joy out of that too but it's like just live and and yeah she did that she mm-hmm. certainly did that what a just a beautiful person and judging from all your texts this morning a lot a lot of people as kids did dances to, and yeah. sang those songs to, from Greece. So that is trending. But also trending this morning is Blackpink. They, like they are back. Jisoo, Jenny, Rose, Lisa, they are all back. Blackpink announced their Black Born Pink World Tour yesterday. The Born Pink, um, the Born, uh, the, uh, the the Born Pink World Tour is going to run for seven months, kicking off in Seoul October fifteenth and sixteenth. Then it's going to head to North America later that month. After the U.S. shows, then they're they're going to cross go across Europe, Asia, Australia, ending in June of next year. But the tour announcement comes right after they revealed their comeback single Pink Venom. It's going to drop on August nineteenth. Also, their upcoming album arrives in September. As of right now, there are no Vegas dates on the list. However, under the listed cities, it does say and more, meaning that additional cities and dates will likely be added. Ticket details have not been announced yet. You would think they might follow the success of BTS and all those those huge, what the four sold out shows at Legion Stadium follow their success. You can come to Las Vegas to see how big K-pop is here, or at least people will travel to Las Vegas as well to see a show. Yeah, I um, I, I, I am cautiously optimistic that something will be added here. I haven't heard any rumors or anything. It's purely my gut feeling, but uh, that seeing the success of BTS here... Mm-hmm. That would be a big missed opportunity if they didn't come here, in my opinion. That's just me. And do multiple shows, too. Yeah, exactly. Such a central hub we are. Also trending this morning is Casper. The mattress company is looking for professional sleepers to get paid for taking naps. All you got to do is document your experience on social media. They are hiring Casper sleepers that are willing to snooze in their stores and in unexpected settings out in the world. So they say their ideal candidate should have exceptional sleeping ability, the desire to sleep as much as possible, and an ability to sleep through anything. Applications are being accepted through August 11th. We have a link on our website at Mix941.fm, and that is what's trending.
It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It is the Love in Las Vegas residency at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. We're talking about John Legend and Tressa. Tressa. Hello. Hey, good morning. You're caller 20. You're going to see John Legend. I can't wait. I've been wanting to go. Oh, my gosh. That show is going to be so good. His residency over at Zappos. You're in for free. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. You're I'm so excited. We're excited for you. Congratulations. Hold on one second to get some information from you. And we have your tickets to go see John Legend all week long. We have them tomorrow morning at 740 and 940. And actually, Heather Collins, she has a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow because... We have quite the show for you tomorrow. It is VJC Rockahula Luau tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is JC's birthday, and we have a jam packed full of show of surprise guests, celebrities, um, just general surprises. We are going to. Celebrate here on the Ninth Island, Hawaii style. I'm so, excited about this. Just the name alone. I mean, it's already exceeded any ex- birthday expectations that I have. This oh, is fantastic. You ro- guys are too nice. The Rockahula Luau is going to be amazing. We're going to be on with the pre-show at 530, but the official start of the Rockahula Luau for your birthday will happen at 6 o'clock. So make sure you join us. It's going to be quite the spectacle. I can assure you of that. We are out of here. J-Love is up next. Uh, But first, let's do the line of the day. Oh, sorry. I forgot to turn that off. (laughs) This morning, we talked about the nicknames that we had for our teachers. I was thinking about one of my teachers, and I felt really bad because I liked this teacher (laughs) a lot. And her name was Miss Gargan. Like, looking back... You know who she reminded me of? It was actually like a female version of Gargamel. She always wore all black and she had short black and gray hair. So they would call Miss Gargan Miss Nagrag because that's Gargan spelled backwards. And they're like, oh, are you in Nagrag's class? And I was just like, oh. I love how Miss Gargan, who looked like Gargamel, was such a complicated nickname. And I never even put two and two together on that like I, until today I thought of it I'm like wow she just she did look like him look at that it was right there all the nicknames the kids were thinking what could we call her oh, I don't know I know but I still feel bad about that whole situation oh god bless her Miss Cardigan and that'll do it for show number 1674 of Mercedes in the Morning Mercedes in the Morning did you miss the show you're not gonna want to miss this folks catch up now download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix 941.fm Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 